Good afternoon, Metro Augusta. This is Janice Allen Jackson welcoming you to the December 23rd edition of Local Matters, a show designed to make you a more confident voter and a more engaged citizen. As always, today's show is brought to you by my consulting firm, Janice Allen Jackson and Associates, LLC, as well as my special sponsors for this month, the Augusta Alumni Chapter of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated, and my newest sponsor, the Alpha Chi Lambda Chapter of Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated. Why have they both chosen to sponsor Local Matters? Because they want you to vote and be an informed voter. In case you haven't noticed, after today, there are only four additional days of early voting. If you requested an absentee ballot, the absentee ballot drop boxes are available. Those locations are the Municipal Building at 535 Telfair Street, the Robert Howard Community Center at Diamond Lakes Regional Park at 103 Diamond Lakes Way, the Henry Brigham Community Center at 2463 Golden Camp Road, the Warren Road Recreation Center at 300 Warren Road, and the Augusta Service Center at 3463 Peach Orchard Road. Absentee ballot drop boxes will be closed at the close of the polls at 7 p.m. on January 5th. During next week, days to vote are Monday through Thursday, December 28th through 31st from 8.30 a.m. until 6 p.m. And those locations are the Bell Auditorium, Robert Howard Community Center, Henry Brigham Community Center, and the Warren Road Community Center. On Election Day, which is Tuesday, January 5th, the polls will be open from 7 a.m. until 7 p.m. There are three offices on the ballot, the two U.S. Senate races, where Raphael Warnock is challenging the incumbent, Kelly Leffler. Uh, John Ossoff is challenging the incumbent, David Perdue. And there is the District 4 Public Service Commission race where Daniel Blackman is challenging incumbent Bubba McDonald. In fact, next week's show, my last show of the year, Mr. Blackman will be my guest. Today, I have two guests. One is Reverend Christopher G. Johnson of the Greater Augusta's Interfaith Coalition, and the other is Percival Galloway Jr., president of the Alpha Chi Lambda chapter of Alpha Phi Alpha. Both organizations are here to share some of their activities geared toward improving the CSRA and voter participation in it. Several times since I've been on the air, uh, you have heard me mention an organization called the Greater Augusta's Interfaith Coalition. I have talked about a number of projects and activities that they have been involved in, um, but I have not introduced you to the founder and executive director of that organization. So we're going to take care of that today. This is Reverend Christopher G. Johnson. How are you doing today, Rev? Fine, Ms. Jackson. It's a wonderful thank you for the opportunity for inviting us to your show. Great, great. Well, as I indicated, I have talked a lot about some of the activities, the census, uh, voter registration, getting out to vote. 
Uh, but there's even more to the organization than that. So can you tell our audience a little bit about how and why you got started and what the purpose was? Well, first of all, uh, the Great Augusta Interfaith Coalition started out as the Augusta Interfaith Coalition back in 1998. We came to subscribe to the belief that theology is not just about God. It is also about us. We live out our understanding of who we are in relationship to God, to one another, and to the world. And about reckon 1998, uh, I reached out to Reverend Dr. Uh, William Jarner of Broadway Baptist Church and William Gilliard uh, to, to give birth to what is known as the, uh, the Augusta Interfaith to serve as a powerful tool in the pragmatic approach to providing technical assistance and information to the religious and sacred community through the tenets of making sociology of religion not just about academic endeavor, but a moving force in gender positive construct to foster clear understanding of the intricate and delicate link between the religious community and the environment, environmental societies that we live in. We, we initially looked at and our concern ourselves with just voters, just by just making people aware about voting, but more than that, we decided to transform that interest to not only make it about voting, we began promoting and working on the, on the strategies to achieve 1% citizen voter participation in election and involvement of the office of the mayor and responsibility on the, the new charter of the consolidated government of, of Richmond County. The Augusta Interfaith Community Advocacy tools always include voter registration, absentee ballot forum, forum tele, you know, telephone operation, robot calling, yeah, no flyers and everything else. Because we believe that every tool that's available should be a tool that we use to carry out God's will and God's purpose. All right. And you do this, um, as I sort of put it, connecting the spirit with the civic. Yes. You know, yes, yes, because, because see what in after the 2000 census, the Augusta interface saw that there's a need to spread ministry of technical support and community involvement with the entire civic and, and community program apparatus. Under the leadership, under my leadership of the group, they appointed me the leader, they appointed me as the spokesperson because I so happen to have the the, the degree from Georgia State University and, and master's degree in public administration, public finance. So I also happen to have a degree at Master of Divinity for an theological institution and uh, theological uh, uh, school. So they, they, I was chosen to be the leader because I can bridge, I can articulate and bridge the gap between the church and the community. Okay. All right. Very good. And as you did that you develop partnerships with a large number of organizations here in town. Do you want to share what some of those are? Well, the partnership that we, we established in Augusta, Georgia, stemmed everywhere from local churches to, uh, to uh, the African Methodist Episcopal Church, Zion, the African Methodist Episcopal Church, the Christian Methodist Episcopal Church, the, uh, the Church of God in Christ, the Greek Orthodox Church, the Lutheran Church, the Deliverance Church, the Church of Christ, the Church of God, the Assembly of God, United House of Prayer for All People, Seven Day Adventist, United Methodist Church, the National Baptist Church, Progressive Baptist Church, the Southern Baptist, and the Presbyterian Church USA. And we also align ourselves with 
with the, with the, with the, all the groups that are not necessary Christian churches we work with, a, we began to build relationship with Baha'i community, Buddhist community, the Confucius community, Hindu, the Islam, Janus, Jehovah's Witness, and the Unitarian Universalist Church. So we began to pull together a partnership among ourselves so we can come together and again approach the, 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 the difference between the divine world and the, and the, and the profane world. And it seems like you don't leave anybody out. Sounds like that that partnership encompasses almost any uh, type of place of worship that you could name. Yes, because, you know, as I, I constantly say, you know, a, a lot of people look at, you know, the worship is, you know, is in, in one deity or one source. There, there are a lot of people that worship, they, they worship things, they worship objects, but we kind of like respect and look at whatever the organized religions are. Plus at the same time, we also look at those religious groups that are not necessarily organized because we know that one thing that whatever people hold to be their spiritual guidance force. I mean, even a fraternity sorority can serve, serve as, a, as a spiritual guiding force. Either if you're a Mason or Eastern star, your organization can start have that same spiritual guiding force that will cause you to move in such a ways that pragmatically you probably would not move. Okay, that's right, that's right. Um, I also want to um, call attention, I think you've been involved in some issues. I know we talked about census, we talked about voter participation, some environmental issues uh, related to uh, young people and getting them interested in taking care of our physical environment. Um, I think you all have established some partnerships with the folks at Gracewood. Um, do you want to just expound on some of those issues that you all have gotten into? Well, currently the Greater Gus Interfaith have operated in what we call groups and committees in which we turn some around formed them as fellowships and study groups and, and initiatives. With faith and humanity, we look at we look at immigration and citizenship. We work with the American with disabilities and senior services with women of faith at work group. We work also with the uh, the community such as to get out the vote, get out the vote USA. We partnership with the National Interfaith Alliance. We partnership with National Association for Advancement of Colored People. We offer often you know, we call partnership with not one more air agency on, on aging, the Blacks Against Black Crime organization. We work with the uh, Georgia Legal Council, United Labor Council, and National Get Out the Vote, the East Georgia Regional Hospital, which you formerly called Gracewood State School and Hospital, in which we also have created another organization that has the partnership with the Family Council that we call Protected, that is to protect individuals and family members who who have loved ones who are suffering from um, uh, developmental disabilities as well as the intellectual disability. And also we actually work you know, with information with the political parties, not so much to go out there as a, as a partisan group, but we go out there to make sure that we, we can understand what their purpose are, understand what they're saying, so we can all turn around and articulate it back to our people to make sure we have a clear, robust understanding of what it is that these particular groups operate. We are a coalition, coalition. And as a coalition, we celebrate, as a religious coalition, about we celebrate religious freedom by championing individual rights, promoting policies that protect both religion and democracy, uniting diverse voices to challenge extremism and complacency. We work to, to, do, to do what it can do to make 
this place a better harmonious place for all people right and there's one other thing i know um mm -hmm. you'd like to uh explain to our guests um over the weekend uh, we had a motorcade that i had mentioned on the air um that was to uh, uh encourage people to make sure that they get out here and vote again uh, we called it the let's do it again motorcade uh and some things with that went well and some things didn't go quite as well do you want to talk about that a little bit to our listeners yes yes again great august interface we believe that religious freedom is the foundation of american democracy we believe that individual rights and matters of the personal conscience must be held sacred we believe that you know religion and political extremists are a threat to individual liberty and, and, and democracy but we also believe that anything affecting humanities and society whether religious legal political social psychological economic financial discriminatory otherwise the interest of the great augusta interface so it's about voting it's about voting so the great augusta interface this weekend was having a motorcade downtown which we have a more than more than 200 participants joining with us to go downtown and go down broad street to go all the way down to go on just encourage people to come out to vote we reached out to the richmond county sheriff department to get out or get to get a permit they told us we didn't need a permit since you know it's not a parade we're just having a motorcade we reached out several times that well we want to go ahead on and, and hire some some police officers to serve as our escort service. No, you don't need to do that. In fact, they told us, you know, they told other agencies they don't need to help out with escort service since we're not having a parade. So the Greater Gus Interface, we had our parade, we begin you know, not our parade, our motorcade, and then we went downtown, we going fine. The next thing you know, the Richmond County Sheriff Department started pulling people over, uh, accusing them a whole lot of things and and, and cause a lot of hurt, harm, and 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 and, and pain. But our our visitors, we had several visitors here with us joining in, and caused a great deal of pain and suffering. Okay, and having experienced that, um, what do you really want uh, supporters of interfaith as well as members in the community who may not know? you know, everything that happened that day, uh, what would you like uh, them to take away uh, from that, uh, at that that situation? Uh, one thing I want to know is, is uh, uh, voter intimidation is not just coming with someone with hoods on their heads or face. Voter intimidation is also when, when, when you know, the, the police state take it upon themselves to, to try and stop people from the free exercise to just express themselves. And, and and it was ironic that the uh, local shared department took it upon themselves to 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 serve as jury jury and executioner of something that which they 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 refused to offer us help with, and it's ironic. But you know they didn't help us. We we asked for help. We begged for help. We pleaded for help. We even offered to purchase the help. Oh, you guys don't need it. But then all of a sudden you turn around, you start treating all people as though they were hardened criminals. Uh, and, and take away from that is we need to investigate. We need to monitor. In fact, we need an independent citizen review board to, to again, to see actually what's going on 
with the Richmond County Sheriff's Department. If they can do something nefarious as this to to mess up, to 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 interrupt a motorcade that was operating peacefully, a motorcade that were that were not hurting anybody, causing danger, harm to anybody. There was no there was no infraction where we ran over anybody. But but yet to stop a motorcade just for the purpose that you can stop the motorcade because one thing you know about law enforcement you can say that it, it was not true it's our word against their word and, and to me that was that was totally uncare I mean uncalled for. Okay, thank you for sharing your thoughts on that. We're just about out of time, but there is one thing I want to make sure that you share with our listeners. If people need a ride to the polls, Great Augusta Interfaith Coalition can take care of that, can't they? Yes, yes. The Great Augusta Interfaith Coalition, we're in a position where we're trying to offer rides to anyone who wants to ride the poll. They can just dial 706-707-9500. The objective of the Great Augusta Interface is to present an academic, intentional, pragmatic, reflective, scholarly, and theological discourse of religion and its influence, implication, involvement in society as a community service organization. Thank you so much for sharing that with our listeners. Thank you for all of the work that uh, the Greater Augustus Interfaith Coalition has done for members, not just in Richmond County, but people throughout the CSRA. And thank you, Ms. Jackson, for inviting us to come on. I-, I am very pleased to have as a sponsor the Alpha Chi Lambda chapter of Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated. And today, their president, who is Mr. Percival Galloway Jr., is joining me. How are you doing today, Mr. Galloway? Hey, I am doing fine, Janice. I definitely appreciate you having me on, on today. And I definitely appreciate you all support. Um, As you know, when you're doing programs like this, you need sponsors, you need people to uh, financially support the program. And I am so pleased that your chapter made a decision to do so. So before we get started too deep into our overall conversation about voting, I would like for you to tell our listeners a little bit about you personally. So tell us where you're from, where you went to school, where you pledged Alpha, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. Well, like I said, uh, my name is Percival Galloway, and I'm originally from Tampa, Florida. I attended the University of South Florida down in Tampa, Florida, and I graduated with a Bachelor of Arts degree in Africana Studies. Um, After that, I joined the United States Army because I had to pay off my student loans and plus It was a good way to travel and see the world. So I enlisted into into the United States Army for about five years, military police officer. And I had the chance to travel, you know, around the world, uh, particularly to Okinawa, Japan. That's where I was stationed at before I came to Augusta, Georgia. Um, For about 10 years, once I got out of United States Army, I worked for the state as a juvenile probation uh, parole specialist. And currently now I work for the federal government and I've been working for the federal government right now for the last 10 years. Uh, When it comes down to Alpha Phi Alpha, I joined uh, this great fraternity back in uh, November, 2007 with the uh, Alpha uh, Alpha Chi Lambda chapter 
here in Augusta, Georgia. And I moved up the ranks, you know, in reference to leadership. I served as vice president. And now I am chapter president going on my second year. All right. Very good. Very good. I think one of the things that I mentioned to you when we talked earlier was that way back in my college days, I used to be an alpha sweetheart. So now that you've brought us up to speed with yourself, uh, tell us a little bit about the history of the fraternity. Okay. Well, when it comes down to Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated, we were founded on December 4, 1906 at Cornell University in Ithaca, New York. Seven men of color, African-American men, which we know fondly as the jewels, they came together. They was on a predominantly white institution. And as you know, Janice, back then, we were really not allowed to join their organization. So these seven fine young men got together and they formed the first of all black Greek letter organizations, which is known as Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated. And we have been around and have been strong for the last 114 years. In fact, we just celebrated a Founders Day about two or three weeks ago. All right. Congratulations. Congratulations. You. And your local chapter, chapter here is Alpha Chi Lambda. Yes, uh, how long has that chapter been around? Okay, well, when it comes down to the Alpha Chi Lambda chapter, we are the second oldest alumni chapter here in the state of Georgia. This chapter that I'm a part of, that I'm president of, was founded on April the 27th, 1935. So when you look at that, we have uh, this past year just celebrated 85 years of serving this great community here in Augusta. And just like I mentioned before about our national organization, we had about several uh, professional alpha men that joined alpha back in their college days. And they came here to the Augusta area because they saw that there was a need for a graduate alumni chapter here in Augusta. And like I said, we have been here strong, you know, which providing strong service and also great leadership here for the last 85 years. That is fabulous. That's fabulous. And in terms of your leadership and your public service, uh, can you give our listeners an example of some of the activities that you all have become involved in? Okay. Well, uh, some of our national programs, and, and again, you know, every graduate chapter is mandated by the national office to do certain programs. So we do have our um, national programs that we do, which is go to high school, go to college which where we emphasize, you know, and promote for our high school students to be able to go to college, whether it be like an HBCU or a PWI. We also have a program called Project Alpha, which we work alongside of like March of Dimes and also Big Brothers, Big Sisters. Our most um, program that we have going on right now, which pertains to voting, because that's what's going on here in the state of Georgia, and especially with this runoff, is that we have a voteless people, is a hopeless people campaign, and we have uh, what came down the pipeline, Black Men Vote, where we've been hitting the pavement. We're trying to get Black men, well, people of all color, but particularly Black men, to be able to get out there and exercise their right to vote. 
All right, very good. I'm uh, very appreciative and I'm sure many in the community are appreciative of uh, the service that you all have provided over the 85 years as well as what you're doing now to get folks out uh, to vote. Um, could you also share, I know there are a number of very well-known uh, individuals who have been members of your proud fraternity. Uh, would you like to share a few names with folks just in case they don't remember? Uh, okay. Well, I mean, do you mean like at a national level or here locally? Either or. Either or. Okay. Well, on the national level, as everybody knows, you know, we have Thurgood Marshall, which was one of the first Supreme Court justices here in the United States. We also have W.E.B. Du Bois, Ambassador Andrew Young, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and Adam Clayton Powell on the national level and also Lionel Richie, who was also an alpha brother as well. Here locally, and as you do go around here in the Augusta area, there are a lot of uh, places and buildings where alphas had left their mark. We have brothers Tut, brother Griggs and brother Blakely who have schools named in their honor here locally. We also have the Commissioner Chamber, which is named in honor of Brother Lee Beer. The Brigham Community Center bears the name of Brother Henry Brigham. Jenkins Memorial AME Church is named after Brother Solomon Jenkins. And we also have Brother George John Ruffin, who served on the Court of Appeal and the courthouse here in Richmond County is named in his honor. We also have Brother Ed McIntyre, who was the first, and I say again, the first black mayor of Augusta. Brother Charles Walker, who served as a Senate majority leader. And we also have brother Dr. Willie Mazee, who is currently a part of our chapter here, which served as deputy superintendent of the Richmond County School System at one time. Obviously, obviously you all have a very proud tradition of leadership. Uh, in the community, and uh, it's a lot to be proud of. Uh, I have uh, just a minute or so left. Uh, in that time, please, if you can tell us why it is so important for all of us to get out to vote in this January 5th election. Okay. Well, Janice, you know, as you go back and look at history, you know, when it comes down to voting, you know, when it comes down to, you know, African-Americans, did not always have the right to vote. And even when they did have the right to vote, there were such things that kept them from voting. It was either like voter reprisal, a lack of education, or if you go back and look at history, poll tax. If you go back and look at the movie Selma, when uh, Oprah Winfrey, her character, went to uh, go get registered to vote, they kept throwing out all these different questions and questions and questions and her application was still denied. So when you go back and look at the people like John Lewis and Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. who paved the way, they sacrificed for us to be able to have that right to vote, to be able to get out there and make a difference in this community. So when you go back and look at what's going on, January the 5th is very important because as of now, when the United States Senate and the Congress, it is 48 to 50, okay? If we get the two Democratic candidates in office, then it'll be tied up and it'll be locked up. And that deciding vote 
is always broken by the vice president. So one thing that you go back and look at November the 3rd, we was able to turn the state of Georgia blue in about three decades. So it's really important for the people of Georgia to be able to get out and vote and make their vote matter. And thank you so much for that. And I've got one more thing to ask before we close. Uh, did I hear that uh, one of the Senate candidates might be a member of your fraternity? Uh, well, it, it's, it's uh, you, hey, you so happen to be right. You know, the Reverend Raphael Warnock, and as you know, he was here uh, a week and a half ago at Greater Young Zion uh, Missionary Baptist Church. And yes, you know, one thing that I can say about Brother Warnock, he definitely exemplifies what an alpha man is. And as our motto goes, when it comes down to alpha, is that we're first of all, we're servants of all, and we shall transcend all. And that's one thing that we can say about Brother Warnock is that first of all, he will be the first. He will always be the first. Servants of all, as you know, with him being a, a, a pastor, that's his calling, is to serve. We shall transcend all. Transcend means to surpass or go beyond the norm. And that's one thing that Brother Warnock is doing is that he is going beyond the norm and stepping out there on faith to run for the United States Senate so he can be able to represent the people of this great state of Georgia. All right, thank you so much for being my guest today. Yes, ma'am, thank you for having me. I close with my favorite Bible verse from 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. This show is designed to contribute to each of those, giving you the power that comes with knowledge, demonstrating love for your local community, and offering you wisdom for decision-making so that you possess a sound mind when it comes to these topics. Please tune in next Wednesday at 1.30 p.m. here on WKZK, 1600 AM, 103.7 FM, and WKZK.net, because local matters.